Welcome to Women Empower Active, an initiative started by you, our sportswear, to empower women to find their own active adventure. I'm your host, Jacqueline Gross. Today, we are going to do a race report. I just recently ran the Echo Valley 50K in Lake Chelan, and I'm going to go into prepping for the race during the race, and I'm going to bring Nicole Bush on to talk about coaching. I hope you enjoy this episode. How did I decide to do this 50K um, it was kind of a timing thing. I wanted to do something that was around this time period because it would give me enough time to train. There wasn't that many options to find a 50K that was in a cool location that I really wanted to do. What I brought with me was my vest. I had water in the back of it. And then I had spring energy. I had put in some, um, I did put some electrolytes in my water. It was flavorless, but it had like a sweet flavor to it, but I diluted it by uh, quite a bit because the last time I ran a 50 K I had like Gatorade in my pack and it was just really too sweet. So I always get to the point where I feel like I just want water, but I also think that it really helps to have the electrolyte mix in there. So I on the fence, if I would change that, I had spring energy. I had like some honey stingers in there, like those, um, I don't know what you call them. They're like fruit snacks, basically. I had those and they had like caffeine in them. And so I had one of those, but then the rest, I really mostly ate awesome sauce and the coffee, um, spring energy. Like that was all that I had pretty much. And I liked it. I mean, it was good. I kept eating it the whole time. I had the goal of running under five hours because the last 50 K I ran, I ran a five thirty pace. And I knew that I could go faster than that because I really didn't know what I was doing on that race. I was following a different training plan on my own separately. I was running a lot of the race when I probably should have been walking part of the race. To me, a 50 K is just trying to like manage your pace the entire time and try not to go out too hard. And even if you are feeling good in some places to just be really mindful of like how you're expending like your energy. When I was racing this 50 K, my first thought was <laughs> like how I felt like, so I got on the course, of course, that the day of the race, it was supposed to like lightning and thunder in the middle of the race. So I was like really thinking about that. Like, are they going to call it? Are they going to stop the race? I was kind of worried about that. Also, I was camping up in Lake Chelan and tent camped and it had poured the night before. Our markers on Sunday were supposed to be hard to see because I usually put like flour on the ground and we're going to be able to see that. And I saw the course map and the course map looked very really complicated. So I was really worried about getting lost because if there's a possibility of getting lost. I'm going to get lost, <laughs> so, which I can laugh about now, but I was definitely really stressed about that and just being really focused on the course. Um, I guess going into it, I really had those feelings of like, what am I doing? I shouldn't do this. I'm not ready for this. Um, I haven't, you know, trained enough, even though I had done a bunch of training, I started going up hill, um, which it didn't start in the direction that I thought it started. I didn't have a chance to like fully start my watch because they like just went. I thought they were going to like wait a second. And so I have to like get to a screen on my watch. So I like started my watch late and I was just messing with it while we were, we started the first, you know, minute or so of the race. And then we start climbing and I'm like, okay, be mindful of the hills because you are climbing uphill. I know you feel okay right now, but got 31 miles to run. I really tried to take it easy. I was really trying to just stay steady and like, if it felt good, okay, try to like fall down the hills, feel like really loose and like bouncy. And then um, obviously focusing on where I was going. And a lot of those like bike 
pass. So you're like going back and forth and weaving and they have to hire like banks kind of up. So, um, and like I said, it had poured the night before. Basically the trail had had like water pouring down it. So there was like a crevice in the middle of the trail, which was okay as far as like running wise. But then you kind of had to step side, 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 side on some of the parts we started. It was like kind of misty, rainy. And then like literally five minutes after we started, it stopped raining and was like starting to be like warmer. So <laughs> I wore a raincoat because I thought it was going to pour. And I would not recommend that. Um, and then I brought all of my water. Like I thought, judging by the temperature it's supposed to be, I was like, okay, I need like 60 ounces of water. I probably won't drink more than that. I don't want to carry it the whole way. So I just brought 60 ounces of water. And then I had like nutrition to eat every 45 minutes brought all of my nutrition that I needed. And it was actually more than I needed. But um, I ate every 45 minutes, I did fine with eating like everything was blunt down. Okay. Um, I really walked a lot of the hills. And that was new for me, because it was like, Oh, I don't need to walk this. And sometimes it actually feels like you're, you shouldn't walk it. Um, not necessarily because you running kind of feel, feels easier sometimes. And it's like not actually more efficient. So I did force myself to walk a couple of times or I would do one, two, three step run and then three steps walking, three steps running up the hill. Cause it kind of like felt better to like switch off between the two. I always think about this thing when I go downhill, like just kind of like getting into a rhythm of like not really stopping yourself from going downhill, just kind of like relaxing into like falling down the hill is kind of like what I think about. Like I said, when I'm climbing the hills, I'm like doing walking really fast and then three steps run, walking three steps run and just like splitting it up kind of like gave me that like just feeling that it felt better, but like, <laughs> I'm sure it didn't. I kind of like, first I got to 10 miles and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna get to 20 miles. And I was like, once I got to 20 miles, I was like, okay, now we're in the race. Let's see what you can do. Like just relax. And so oh, 10, 11 miles and it just started to drag. Like, okay. Well, I started my watch. <laughs> this is what I started doing. Well, I started my watch late. So we probably had less than what my watch says because I didn't start it for a couple minutes. So it's probably 0.25 <laughs> that uh, I ran before I, you know, turned my watch on. So I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, well, every time I got to like 0.75, I was like, oh, I'm, I got that mile. So between like 22 to 24, I would say that was like kind of a pretty rough point for me. I felt there was a lot of climbing at that time, we were kind of like circumnavigating the like mountain, I guess. And there was a couple like pretty steep climbs that I was like, okay, you can do this, you know, and I just felt really tired. Then I get around like mile 24. That's like the second to the last aid station. I pass it and immediately realize that I don't have very much water left, um, if any, and it's starting to get warm again. So I'm running past it. I'm like, oh no, did I just really screw up? Like, plus I was eating this really sweet thing at the time. So I was like, I just need to like eat this and be done with it. Cause it makes me feel like I need to drink water. And so, um, luckily like after mile 26, we went to that same aid station. So I like ran down and I got like one cup of water and I was like, okay, perfect. Like, and then around four and a half hours or so I had like awesome sauce spring energy and it's pretty like liquidy. And so that was like the only thing that I needed. I was like, okay, I have one left. I'm so happy. Like I ate that around four 30 and it like kind of helped me like get back into gear and like finish the race. But I think the lap from like mile 29 to 31 was a really big point of just like, okay, focusing. Like I didn't want to pick my legs up anymore. I was kind of like, you know, kind of rolling my ankle a couple of times, but like, I knew it was just because I was tired. So I was like, 
focus on your feet. I always do this thing where I'm like getting tired. I say knees up, hips up, which just means like pick your legs up. <laughs> when I got to the last bit, I ended up being like 455, 30, I think is official time. I wanted under five. And I was like, if you just don't make it, cause it's just a couple of minutes, you're going to be so mad. Like just push as hard as you can. But I did hit under five. I was excited about that. <laughs> and it was really nice. It's just like the community of trail running is really wonderful. Um, I was first female of, of Sunday. The thing about 50 Ks is like, there's so many different kinds of 50 K runners. Like there's everybody's welcome. And I just like love the atmosphere about it. And I just love that we just like showed up on a mountain to camp and then (laughs) run a 31 mile race. That's what makes me so happy about trail running is this like we just showed up to do this like on a rainy day that could have potentially been thunderstorms and we just decided we were going to do it anyways like I just I love that so much you know you really kind of get emotional too like at the end of the race I heard from someone that like you can't really manage your emotions after you run so long like so small little emotions kind of feel very overwhelming and that's definitely what I felt Um, the last part of the race, it was like, I would have these little thoughts and I would just feel like these huge emotions. I knew that was the case that was happening to me, but I was still like really feeling things. Be ready for that for sure. And I've had that for long runs before too. It's not just this one thing about racing that I kind of really enjoy is like, all you have to do when you're racing is race, let go of all of your roles in life and just race. And I, if nothing else can say like to give yourself a break, (laughs) sign up for something and, you know, make it long. Cause that gives you a ton of time to just only have to focus on one thing and really enjoy it. I really appreciated that my friend Ursula and my partner Jeremy came. Um, that was really nice to kind of have that support system. And even though I didn't see them throughout the entire race, it was just cool to know that they were out there and that they cared enough to be there and, you know, I looked out every time I would go around the mountain to see if I was like close to camp, you know, and I just knew that they were there thinking positive things and like wanting me to do well and hit my goal. So that was really inspiring for me. My words of empowerment would be that you don't have to focus on anything else, but your race and yourself. And you kind of have to kind of go inside a little bit and try to stay focused on your own, what you can do that day. And whatever you can do that day is what you needed to do that day. So I wouldn't worry about anything that you've done in the past and what you might do in the future. Just really worry about being present, focused in the moment. You know, for me, I was like, before I got started I was just like what if I can't do this like what am I doing here I don't you know I haven't raced in so long and so it was really nice to just be like okay well you know all I have to do is just keep going (laughs) and I did you know and that's was able to control a lot more than that but if that's all you can do is just show up and run that's really all you need to do today we are talking with Nicole Bush about my training So Nicole trained me for my 50k and we've also known each other forever. So, um, (laughs) what, since like 2006, five? Yeah, 2006. Wow. It's 2022. I know. We still text all the time, partly because of training, but then even when we don't do that. That's just fun though, too. Like, it's still something we both like. It's not like, it's not like all business. No, it's never. (laughs) For this race, particularly, I had a lot of like, um, what do you call that feeling? Like, 
oh, I'm not ready. And I don't know how to race, which is a weird thing to have, but it's my first race back in like three years. So oh, and also it's like, you're not quite racing a 50 K. Yeah. Yes. Like you are, but it's not like when you get on the track and you're like running an 800 where you can race the whole time. Like, right. The same way as prepared wise. Like I'm like, okay, I don't feel prepared, but I'm like, yeah, I'm also not racing like a 5k or you're not going to like prepare, be prepared in the same way for a shorter race. When you train for a 5k, like your race is only so much of like, you can do workouts that equal 5k of work. Yeah. Yes. Yes. With like an appropriate, like weekly mileage mm-hmm. in the long run where this is like, if a 5k fits into your long run and there's like, I don't know, 20% of your long run, which I'm making, I'm just pulling those numbers up. Yeah. Like you can't, it's much harder to do a long run where 30 miles is 20% of it. Right. So it's all in, in the respect of what you're used to. Yeah. You're not like prepared. Right. So it's a different, it's a different vibe. Like you can run 30 miles. It's fine. You haven't done workouts weekly that equal 30 miles to make you feel prepared in that way because that wouldn't work so like in training for this one i i did train for one before and when i was training for that i did like i don't know where i found the plan from but it had me running like a lot on the weekends and then like monday would be off and then i would run wednesday and then thursday would be off and then again like heaps of mileage on the week on the weekends but mm-hmm. um i will say that like after i ran that i felt like very slow for a long time and trained that way and then this one like I ran it and I like this week I feel fine so Mm -hmm. like I think it's definitely like training so I wouldn't say like necessarily training for a 50k you would get like slower um yeah but that was my perception before and I think that's too like a lot of people's perception of like training for those types of events yeah I mean I guess if you're running like an 800 yes but you wouldn't train at all the same (laughs) but if you're you're doing a distance event anyway well you would still do hills and strides True. When you think about training someone for a 50k, like, is it different? And like, how is it different than like, training for a marathon, maybe? From my perspective, it's like, I'm never someone who's like, this is the mileage you need to be able to run to train for an ultra, because then that would prohibit so many people. When that athlete did her ultra, like, she probably wasn't running over, I'd have to look to be specific, but like, probably not over like 30 miles a week. And that's like, you know, because summer training, because she trained through the summer for it. So summer training, summer training can get hard depending on heat and like, if you have allergies and just stuff comes up. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, people's lives are more active in the summer. And like, for you too, like, you're running what 50 ish miles a week depending on the week mm-hmm. where you bumped up because you've like you've proven your durability over time like you've gotten some of the like smaller things under control like yes you can always work on more strength everyone always can it's kind of like somewhere in between in my mind it's somewhere between 5k training and marathon training mm-hmm. um with just like really every month or so depending on how the athlete feels like just being out on your feet for a really long time for your long run and working on if it's going to be a technical thing like I know we worked on some stuff like preparing for it to be a little more technical than it was Mm -hmm. which I think was interesting to you and also like just not really ever a bad thing yeah for an ultra especially if you're out west and so yeah just doing threshold stuff around depending on 5k to five miles of threshold effort and sprinkling in speed whether that's actual speed on the like on the track or on the roads by time Mm -hmm. with hills just always doing strides. I've always, everyone's always doing strides. That's my (laughs) main thing. Well, not my main thing, but there's always going to be, you know, three days of strides. And then, yeah, like working on like, for you, it was like, had to be like, you know, you're going to walk, you're allowed to walk. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. And you being like, okay, fine. (laughs) 
and like asking you what things you felt like you needed to work on and then throwing that stuff in there. So 5k to marathon training, long time on feet on the weekends, and then throwing in some specific stuff that you want to work on. And that was like downhills being working on being calm enough to like power hike the uphills instead of feeling like you need to run all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then kind of like going on to like hill training, which was, I mean, uh, me specifically, I definitely struggle with hills. I always have even from college and I feel like I should be better at them, but I'm not for me, like not running the hills was kind of like a focus of mine. Like I kind of, it's like for 50 Ks, you're kind of like you're, you're pacing yourself kind of like holding yourself back is probably a better way to put it like on the hills. And like for this particular one, I walked a lot more of the hills than I had my previous uh, 50 K and I felt a lot better throughout the race. Faster, right? Yeah. And I ran faster. Where was the other 50 K? Um, I think it was the grand Ridge. It was in Washington. It was like, it was like, trail but I I will say that this one was more technical than I thought it was going to be it said it was fast and it was on two track like that's what I heard but it actually was maybe for like 500 feet and then the rest of it was like on a trail that was washed away because it had rained so hard like the middle Mm -hmm. part of the trail so it wasn't like as fast as I as like it might have been had it not done that so uh, I'm glad we did the more technical training because it was better for me I think it's more fun for you anyways. Right. Yeah. And be like, let's go run on this grassy two track. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and you have a tendency, like you said, to like overrun that too. like try to run that too hard if it's not technical. So, but yeah, so your, your hill, uh, hill training was like, like the walk one hill, like run the next hill. Like, I feel like that did help because that like literally was what I was doing. I was like, just like fast hiking for like the most part, especially like a little in the beginning. And then just being like super aware of like when I was going uphill was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Can I? You're like, uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> And yes. it's like over time, you can like, if you want to do another one, which I yeah. assume you do at some point, like we can do more volume in that way. And like, yeah. you'll know more of like what you wanted to work on. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe you go back to that course and run more of it or find another course that, you know, is established for another, yeah. another race. And like, you'll have more opinions of things that you're interested in doing. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe when that happens, like if that's a year and a half from now, you'll be ready for more weekly mileage with, with the ball. So it's just, you can always like grow more into it too. So it's like, where are the, this is like the minimum of Jackie training Mm -hmm. for a 50 K this time through, just because you want to make sure your knees are okay. Yeah. And like, just hold up because you got to be like, we're going to be like, let's go for a four hour trail run to be out there. Like you got to be able to handle that. So as we like build and do more maintenance stuff in the coming months, Mm -hmm. it's just, it just can change every time. Like you can run an ultra off of 30 miles a week. Like you can, you just can, because there's going to be hiking. We're strong. Like a lot of us have been training for 10 years. Plus it's just, it will be different each time. There'll be some basics that are the same, but maybe this next time, like when you do a threshold run with some hills at the end, maybe the hills are four minutes this time instead of two minutes. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, that's probably what I would want to add to my training would be like longer, longer sustained hills. I think that would probably be something that I want to do more so like, I mean, for like mental strength as well as like physical strength. Yeah. Well, and too, some of it was like, we wanted to find a hill that was like by your house. Yeah. It wasn't like, we're now like, maybe we switch it up where it's like by your house, but then also like, you'll feel more specific desires more specific desires about like what you want to work on so like if we're like yeah you go find like a really good technical like five minute hill now having experienced the actual race Mm -hmm. the hill training that we did do like you'll be more motivated to like 
you know, maybe drive 20 minutes away to like have that be a workout. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's part of your long run. Like there's just so many ways that we can like build all of that stuff in now that you're going to have like more opinions and things you want to explore. You want to start with the basics first. You're saying now is like, okay, if we really want this specific work, then it's worth it to drive to Mukilteo and go do a hill there or like wear a headlamp <laughs> and yeah. be where you are <laughs> and, and yeah. the hill. Um, yeah. But yeah, otherwise you don't really know what you want to do until you've done one. So. Yeah. And and we were taking you from like on the roads, threshold, heavy maintenance work. So it was like taking that and putting it on the trails without it being too much too soon, mm-hmm. but giving you enough confidence. And it's just like the slow growth. It's never going to be like, oh, if you want to run a 50K, you need to be running 100 miles a week and you have to be able to do like a sustained run at this pace on this trip. Like, no, <laughs> that's not my style. Someone else might think that's good, but it's going to like adapt to what you've already done and what you're already doing into some trail things. How we were training was kind of fun because it gives very unstructured. So like the one workout I was thinking of specifically is when I like ran a grassy part of the park and then I had to run up this hill. I mean, it might not have been like the perfect workout because like I had to run down a hill to run up the hill silly at some points, but it was like, <laughs> it was where you were making me do like walk around hills. And so yeah. at, at this time, I think I would have like had a lot less fun than just like doing this weird workout where kids are just like up at the top. Yeah. You were like, it was kind of chaotic in my yeah. mind. I was like, that's good. Yeah. So it was very, it was very funny. There was at one point this kid started like going down and playing golf in the area. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Threshold for time is like the best thing for me anyways, like mentally. To yeah. I know you're always like, you're, I know you want it to not be for time. Yeah. But no. I know ultimately <laughs> you're like, I want to know if it's a mile. And I'm like, yeah. no, yeah. you don't need to. <laughs> it's so funny, but literally during the race, what I said to myself is like, I only have to run 31 miles. Like I can't, I don't have to run for five hours or whatever. Like I literally can be done faster if I finish faster. And like, that was a motivating <laughs> I was saying only 31 miles, but it was like, instead of like, oh, I have to run for this certain amount of time. Like, actually, I don't have to do that today. Like I can finish faster if if I can do it faster. Yeah. You don't have to stay out there for six hours. Nutrition wise and like food wise, you had suggested bring energy. I saw their little chart though. Like they said that like theirs is much more like steady energy and like, you know, other gels is like spiked. So like I Mm -hmm. did take one, um, honey stinger with me and I like mixed it in maybe like three hours and I think I took that um so I had like a lot of caffeine and I like made myself eat the wine <laughs> so that was good and then I did put like um an electrolyte mix in my drink I'm always on the fence because I know I'm gonna hate it like well, it's gonna be like body temperature yeah and sweet I I would like to play around with that stuff a little bit more for lack of a, for lack of a better dramatic phrase like it's always like pulling teeth yeah. to get athletes test out their hydration and their their snacks yeah <laughs> on long runs not everybody some people yeah. are like cool did it already like every time so i remember you said front load so every time i would eat before it was like the time i always want to avoid the part where like and it helps too because you weren't up too super high like elevation yeah. but like where you just don't want to eat anymore yeah but, like you don't want to eat because you haven't been eating but then you start dealing with more things yeah now you're probably gonna cramp more and then you're probably gonna be more negative you're gonna think like your mental outlook is gonna be a little cloudy for me it's like 
when I'm on like long run hikes, like up high, it's like, oh, I don't want to eat anymore because it's going to make my stomach hurt because I should have eaten 20 minutes ago. So my stomach wouldn't hurt. I'm excited that you did well in the 50K, like as well as you wanted to do. I'll be excited for you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and too, because like, you know, you never know. The weather could be a certain way. The food could hit a certain way. Like it could, so many things could happen. So I'm glad yeah. it's something that you were like excited about. I know you're like, well, I won, but there was only like one people. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, it's still cool. Yeah. And it won't always be like that. So enjoy it while it's while it was like that. If people want to race a 50K or race any distance because you train, you train. <laughs> any case. Any K, how can they reach out to you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, DM me at Nicole B. Bush. Um, it'll take me a couple days maybe to see it. Or you can email me at NicoleBBush.coaching at gmail.com. I'll see that sooner. And Nicole's really good because she can fit like how you're training into your lifestyle. And she also like talks about like emotions and how you're feeling. (laughs) Maybe not all. It's not always physical. (laughs) You can follow me personally. That's at Jacqueline Gross, J-A-C-A-L-Y-N-G-R-O-S-S on all social platforms. You can follow your sportswear. That's the letter U, the letter R, sportswear on all social platforms. And you can check out any of our products at URSportswear.com. Thank you for listening.